We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The only thing, the only thing I'd say to them is thank you. Uh, because our fans in the whole second half of the season uh, have made this place a hard place to play um, and I know our team has, has been a big part of that as well but uh, our fans have been awesome so my message is thank you uh, get properly lubricated pre-game and uh, come out loud and strong at seven o'clock tonight Rochester Americans head coach Seth Appert earlier today talking about tonight's game as Rochester will take on Hershey for Game 3 of the Eastern Conference Finals that series is tied at one game apiece and on the Western Hotline Brian Duff of Sabres TV and Sabres Live here to join us to talk more on that. Brian, thank you for coming on today. You bet. Good afternoon. How's it going? Uh, it's, it's gorgeous today. We've got soccer on on the TV. I'm feeling very good today, Brian. It's also a long weekend. It's great. Yeah, it's really setting up well. Obviously, you heard the clip from Seth there. Um, he's encouraging everybody to rock the block in Rochester from 4 to 7 before the game tonight. And I have no doubt that it will be as busy outside as it is inside the rink tonight the appetite for the team is high and um one thing we've seen in a limited number of home games so far in this playoff run is the emmerichs have been uh, really really good in front of the home fans so they'll they'll look to do that tonight and and i think you know obviously for saber fans there's even it, it just feels like they've added more and more interest for the sabers future as this has gone on and and most notably now it's a second chance to see matt savoy in an Amherst lineup tonight. Yeah, we heard he's going to be on a new line. Is there any word on like what line that might be yet? I I, I haven't well, seen much, but yeah, I mean the coach is is playing a little coy with that. I can tell you that you know from doing color, you know, for the last uh, couple of rounds here with the Amherst, um, I was obviously keeping a close eye on Savoy in, in his first game the other night. And, you know, he spent the bulk of the night with Olashevsky and Warren, which was as expected, but at times throughout the course of the game did see him playing on the wing with Kulik and Rusek. So that would be something to keep in mind. They are, you know, pretty healthy up front now. Uh, they had been using 11 and 7, but they're at 12 and 6 right now as Weisbach had come back in just recently. So they have terrific balance. And I, I think, with Savoy, you know, there were some pretty good opportunities for him uh, in what I would say was a relatively low chance game based on shot total. I think the Emmerichs did have the, the greater disparity when it came to high danger chances. Most of them happening earlier in the game, many of them happening because of Yuri Kulik, who just, you know, unfortunately wasn't able 
to hit the score sheet. That's the first time he's missed in the in the entirety of his playoff run so far. But I'd be pretty excited to see Savoy get a longer look with Kulik and Rosak, uh, Rusak, pardon me, if that indeed plays out that way. You brought up uh, Kulik right there, and and. At this point, I, f- I feel like he's kind of become the face to Sabres fans of the Rochester Americans this year. One of the young prospects, I mean, really up and coming, being drafted 28th overall last year, and really from that moment on, you know, really hitting the ground running. What more do you think Kulik has to do with Rochester this year, and I guess even going into camp next year, to really be a lock for the Sabres roster going into 2023-24? Yeah, it's hard. I mean, obviously with Opozo re-signing this week um, and and still presumably um, moves to be made with the Sabres based on, you know, how do they add to their blue line? Um, what might they move out of the forward ranks to create more space uh, for guys like Kulik and maybe even Savoy? Who knows? Um, I would agree. I think, I think fans have definitely gravitated uh, towards Yuri's play consistently since probably the start of February. Some would say right after, um, you know, the calendar turned, but from a goal scoring standpoint, it really flipped in February for him. It was funny. Seth Appert um, talked about him this morning in the context of being physical, but the fact that he's never going to be a, dominant physical player but when Yuri kind of just drives through players on the rush and around the net it can add that much more and most of this postseason we've seen Lucas Rusek leading the team in time on ice Um, but this last game you know Kulik was just under 20 minutes and that was the most of all forwards so I think it tells you what the coach was seeing last game and, you know, like I said earlier, it's just unfortunate that he didn't cash in because he, he probably had his most high-danger looks in the last game. He's, it, it, his goal-scoring streak was kind of amusing because he would go through games where he was not particularly noticeable for the entirety of the game but had that, you know, uncanny ability to at least hit the score sheet. I would say last game was more dominant, probably could have had three if not four goals, and so that's clearly an area, you know, the type of game that they want to see from Kulik moving forward. But I feel obligated to mention, because the coach has done this all year, if I'm going to mention Kulik and his potential for next year, and I realize there's a size difference here, but Isak Rosan has arguably been a more consistent 200-foot player with a still, you know, um, scoring dynamic to his game. And, you know, he should not be overlooked in the process of which players are future Sabres quicker here. Yeah, so that was one of the things that we were talking about beforehand here is Isaac Rosan, he was kind of like, not I, I wouldn't say overlooked in his draft, but it was he was very unknown when the yeah. Sabres drafted him. And so now that we've seen him in the AHL this year, what do Sabres fans have to look forward to do you think he can make the team next year, or do you think he's going to maybe take another year to get there? Or what's it looking like for him here? I, I, it is really hard to say because it all depends on what exactly you're looking for, and you know specifically what role. So, Roseanne is without question dialed in at both ends of the ice defensively. I have I I feel repetitive in saying throughout the course of the broadcast, 
another good stick play here, another good stick play here. He, and that's at both ends of the ice, but it's, it's often, and maybe it's, you know, just how we're wired. We think of a player offensively, and yet when we see him really strong defensively, you, you almost take more notice of it. Roseanne obviously doesn't have the size yet, but I think he's faster. I think he's, he's better 200 foot wise. And there is a absolute desire for him to make a difference offensively when he can. One of my favorite moments of him in this playoff run so far was on a power play opportunity against Toronto. I think it was game two of the last round and faceoff started. It gets one to him um, on the right side. He tries a backdoor play. It was just like an inch off. And it was impressive in the moment because it was like, geez, most times you would think he probably would have gone for the one-timer. He was looking past first. It was, a, it was the right idea and just missed. And then within five seconds, Weisbach had set, you know, total cross-ice pass, one-timer to Roseanne, and he hits the back of the net and just showed, you know, how open he is to creating, even in power play situations. He's not just a one-timer guy. And, and so that kind of adds what I've, but obviously, you know, if Roseanne makes the jump unexpectedly quickly next year, he's not going to jump into a power play situation. So you have to, you have to measure how he, he can impact games in its entirety. And that's what I've really liked about him so far. But to, to further your point about lack of attention slash unknown commodity, perhaps in his draft year, like, it was Owen Powers draft, right? I mean, unlike this year where it was three picks in the first round and they're spread out and, and you could kind of latch storylines onto all three. I mean, that draft was so much about Owen and it was almost like, okay, they're taking maybe a bit of a chance here on Roseanne. And obviously the, the, the physical growth still needs to happen for him, but I love that he's not being, you know, manhandled, mismatched, whatever, at the AHL right now. So I've, I, he, he's been, for me, like the brightest part about the evolution of this season. We did get some news for the Sabres today. Very early, I woke up to it. Uh, they signed defenseman Ryan Johnson to his two-year entry-level deal. What do you make of that? He is going to report to Rochester. This kind of felt like a deal that was everyone knew was going to happen. It was just taking some time. What are your thoughts right away on, on Johnson? Well, it gives them great options um, next year, for sure. And, you know, when you consider where Ryan was drafted, so therefore the pedigree that comes with it, um, the hope was, and I would say consistent messaging from Kevin Adams all along, was that their um, desire and optimism of of signing this player uh, never wavered. Now, whether it did or didn't behind closed doors uh, now really doesn't matter. They got him. They've got him for two years. He'll come in and, you know, presumably be on the outside looking in here for however long the Rochester run lasts, but that's fine. Olivier Nadeau's in that position. Um, but if you look at next year, the potential for the Amherst, assuming Ryan ends up starting the year, um, they have a veteran who has been very good for them the last couple of years in Ethan Prowl. You, you could, in my opinion, conceivably see Johnson get a chance to play left side to Prowl being on the right. They recently signed Novikov. Um, you could see his size on the left side with an emerging Zach Metza, who has been gaining a little bit more in the way of minutes, night in, night out, in the group of six on the Amherst Blue Line. Now he, of course, just came out of Quinnipiac, and he's signed for a couple more years moving forward at the AHL level. 
You've got Chris Jandrick, who hasn't played other than one game for the Amherst, but again, college player. He's locked up for a couple of years. So you've got five for sure's, uh, at least contractually, down there right now. I think when you consider um, how Jeremy Davies and uh, Joe Sacconi have played together, they're both unrestricted free agents. These are guys that, that could certainly, um, I would think, consider coming back to Rochester. So what I like about that as far as how it pertains to Johnson is I think there could be a, a, a nice group of returning players which allows him to fit in and look up front, this Amherst team in 23-24 is going to have, once again, a lot of youth, a lot of skill, and obviously much of it more experience based on the run that we're seeing right now, not to mention the return of the captain, Michael Mersh, and, and, and you know potentially Mason Yops as well. He would need a new deal, but I think he's been such a catalyst. Uh, if, unless he gets blown away with an offer somewhere else, I would, I would expect Yops to come back. So I think there's a lot to like the situation of Johnson coming into where the Amherst are at right now. So looking forward to tonight, how do you think the Amherst are going to respond from game two? Give you a little bit of a preview here, just your thoughts on game three coming up here tonight in Rochester. Well, my curiosity this morning with the coach was, you know, what he saw from them when they fell behind um, quickly, not by a goal, but by two goals late in the second the other night. They were riding a seven-game win streak. They had trailed almost no time during that seven-game win streak, a grand total of about nine minutes in the Toronto series. And, you know, it was almost forgettable because in both situations, the Emirates quickly turned the switch. I went back and watched the third period from the other night. They did have probably a half dozen good chances, which is maybe more than I thought in the moment. Um, So, you know, the coach was only, I think his only concern was that they allowed the second one in the final minute of the second period. And he felt like it didn't necessarily change the Amherst game. It changed more of Percy and how they were able to try to defend in that third period. So I like what this team has typically done uh, throughout the year to put itself in a favorable position, but certainly here in the playoffs, whenever they face, you know, any measure, which have been few uh, amounts of adversity, they tend to bounce back. And um, like I said, off the top, I'm excited for Savoy. I think the defense core is underrated. Uh, I would expect them to have a even, even sharper game, more like they did in game one. And um, yeah, I, I, I just, I really think this, this group is, is, is well positioned to just have the type of bounce back game you would anticipate. It's going to be exciting. Puck drop at 7 tonight. Brian, thank you so much for joining us today, giving us a little preview for tonight. That game, again, is in Rochester and should be a packed house as well. Enjoy the game tonight, and thank you so much for coming on today. And don't forget, it's on MSG at 7. Oh, yeah. It's going to be on the rest of the series. That was on the Western Hotline, Brian Duff, the host of Sabres TV and Sabres Live. Sabres Live Monday through Friday from 12 to 1, along with Marty Baran. Josh, I don't know about you, and and I'm glad Brian brought that up right at the end, too. Were you at all worried when it was just announced that games one and two was on MSG? No. I, I, I wasn't knew, either, but a part I of me was like, was what? I, I kind of did too, but a part of me is also like, okay, but it's going to get really weird if like just games one and two are on Especially the Especially because they weren't home games. It yeah. would have been really weird. It would have been very weird. But one, I mean, we talked about this. It's It was probably a, a ratings thing. They wanted to make sure people were going to be interested. But people... Listen, and it wasn't just like listen, a Twitter thing? <laughs> yeah, listen. Buffalo, Buffalo has consistently has one of the best hockey markets in the country. Especially when it, and, when it comes to viewership. Yeah, and and the Sabres haven't made the playoffs in 12 years. Yeah. So, and, and yet still, the viewership Still, they have one of the best, if not the best, viewership ratings mm-hmm. in the country. So I never thought that that was going to be an issue. Um, I just think it was kind of like a teaser slash 
you know, let's make sure that this is legit. Yeah, let's make sure. And also, it could have been, you know, hey, maybe we have to, like, figure something out in terms of, I don't know. How everything's working. How, how it's going to be broadcast. Like, well, that's yeah. the thing. The initial broadcast on MSG was the Hershey just, broadcast. Right, the Hershey feed. And and it was, I, I wonder if it was more of, like, hey, we got to get, like, basically get the rights to it or something like that. Or, like, yeah, make yeah, sure it it's all legal. But... Regardless, I think it was more of a ratings thing, and I think it was also yep. maybe just a teaser. So I'm really happy that games three and four are on. Um, I'm I'm now at this point too. If if Rochester does make the finals, like that's going to be on TV. Oh, I, I would be absolutely stunned. I, like, I there's no doubt about it. I'm going to get a ticket. And if go. they had won the other night, game two, I was going to try to get a ticket for game three. I found out very later on, like in the day, it that was, it was actually out. already sold out, yeah. and I was like, all right, well, now I don't care, which was not true, but I was going to be bitter about it. <laughs> I mean, there is a game Monday. There is a game Monday. I have not off sold work. out yet. We, I have we both work. do. Uh, yeah. You we know what? Do. Well, I was. We talked about this before, like doing the trip to Hershey mm-hmm. um, and going to Hershey Park yeah. during the series. Oh, you could easily go to Rochester and go to the Darien Lake too. You could absolutely. Yeah. Do that. So yeah. you could make it a two leg thing. Oh, I haven't Ooh. been to Darien Lake in like five years. Six, no, God, it's been longer. Seven. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. That'd be a pretty good I opening used, to summer. If I used, he's got to, have, a I used yeah. to have summer passes. Wow. Routinely, me, my dad, and my brother would go. We'd pack lunches, bring like sandwiches. We'd eat, we'd eat out in that little like, park ground. Yeah, government issued basically in Western New York is passes oh, to Darren Lake. That or <laughs> someone you know. so long. I got to do it. I got to do it. That's not a bad idea. On Monday, weather, it's supposed to be in the 80s, isn't it? Something like that. Oh, yeah. Cor- Corey's giving me the aggressive. Yeah, like, we're in a drought. Yeah, it's a, droughts are cool until it, they aren't. But right now, we're in that droughts are cool phase. I swam for 11 years. Droughts are always cool at this point. Yeah, there's no <laughs> there, no rain in the forecast go, looking downrange. So. It's, I mean, Rochester's exciting. I, I, and, and I've brought this up. I'm beating a dead horse at this point. The Sabres got really interesting, and and it's no surprise, really good or, or on the verge of being really good because they started taking scouting and drafting super seriously. Let me tell you, there's not many tickets left. Don't, don't, why would you say that? On, to the, me? on the app I'm on, there's uh, not many tickets left. All right. We'll, we'll, so. we'll talk about that in, in, a, in our break in, in a few moments. But just for me, at least, it's just. You look at the young team, and, and I think one of Yuri Kulik or Isaac Roseanne is going to be on the team next year as well, and that could be three straight years. You're having a young Sabres forward prospect that just lights up the AHL, and Roseanne as well, really coming into his own most of this year, next year. And, and his thing, too, when he was drafted, he was so incredibly small. He, he was a guy that really right. had to put yeah. weight on. And I remember this past summer at development camp, I remember watching him, and he just he kind of looked really slow and not very acclimated. But as time's gone on, he clearly has adjusted to the North American game. Because remember, he played mm-hmm. overseas, and it's it's a completely different thing when you come over here. And it the, the the rink is smaller, the play is faster. It's it's just it's very different. It's it's much like how European soccer and American soccer are different. It's, yeah, yeah. It's more strategic and slow paced on a bigger surface over there. And it's very much more fast-paced, small surface, big hits, and it's you know it's the it's the big leagues. You know, even the AHL to these guys is the big leagues. Well, I mean, they're, they're playing against grown men, right? Yeah, it's, career AHLers who just know how that league works, mm-hmm. and and it's not like it's easy to make the AHL either. Is is Noah Osland likely going to be with Rochester next year? I know I, he's called up for a little bit. He's not there anymore. Yeah, he was here and then he went back. Okay. I, I don't know what the story is there. I know he was injured. I would love Austin to be there. We talked about it a little bit yesterday in the first hour when we were on from 12 to 3. 
of, of what prospect do you think is kind of the odd man out? If there's a big trade, who do you think is going to be that guy that likely Austin, the Sabres are Austin thinking kind of feel like he's that, gone? That Austin feels like that guy, but why? I don't they know. They drafted him. <laughs> but that's, and that's the thing. They dra- the Sabres drafted him ahead of Yuri Kulik, well, who they loved, by right. the way. Think, think about it this way. Matt Savoy. Mm-hmm. Plays in Canada. You can see all of his big numbers. He plays in the juniors. Yep. And he, he, he's just the stereotypical Canadian hockey prospect. Wow, he looks great. He's going to be awesome. And, then of, course, the and of course, for Sabres, who was he being compared to? Danny Briere. Danny Briere, right. Yuri Kulik, not much known about him. Plays in the Czech League over in Europe. Comes into his draft interview. Yeah, I'm going to make the NHL next year. I got nothing else to do. And then, and it's like, and oh, then two, okay, cool. Two, two or three months later at the World Juniors, lights it up. Yeah, and it's like, all right. Sweet. Bet. And cool. Then, I didn't then, think you were serious, but and okay. Then, and then this is obviously nothing against Oslin, but he just he's, he, he's there he's, was no there was nothing like that. Obviously, like I said, Savoy's that stereotypical guy. Uh Kulik, can, can, Canadian just, prospect, he's yeah. in the WHL. Yeah. And Kulik just you know. had that flair, that like good ego to him of like, yeah. Unrelenting confidence in yeah. himself. Yeah, just like, yeah, I'm gonna make the NHL next year. Oh, okay. Um, oh, you're actually really good. Like, you're 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 serious. And I remember him saying that. And I'm like, oh, all right, good well, for you. And then realistically, <laughs> since, he's, since he's been drafted 28th overall, I don't think there's ever been a moment where Sabres fans have thought they, you know, they maybe could have waited on in, on him or eh, 28th overall feels right. It's always been how did he fall to there? Right, right. And I still remember <laughs> sitting in that room that Corey's in over mm-hmm. there, just. In shambles because they didn't draft Brad Lambert. The next in the you next were big pick on, was you, Brad Lambert. You were big on Brad Lambert for but quite a while. You, honestly, were, you wrote a draft update or not, yeah, not draft update, was, but, a, was, but a write up on him. And he everything. was my one of my favorite guys last draft. And honestly, now you were furious. He, I I got like seven text messages from you <laughs> just about how how dare the Sabers not draft Lambert. And now I'm like, wow, I'm really glad Phenomenal. they didn't draft him. You know, like because he doesn't. He's not that he's not good. It's just Kulik has been so much better. And and and, and that's and that's the thing is you, is you look at that draft class and even some of these other guys like Paterka and Quinter obviously mm-hmm. on the Sabers and right. they're doing well and, and you know Krebs is a guy we brought up a lot yesterday of like hasn't really had his moment and Late, I still, lately for Team Canada the yeah. World Junior or the World Championships he's been awesome and I still remember everyone saying oh why did they draft Jack Quinn look at him now well, now I, I, now, his, now his potential may be forty goal score yeah which like, is it's, perfect it is he, I think that's perfect that's exactly what you would want is mm-hmm. essentially Timo Meyer. Yeah. That's what you're kind of hoping. On your hoping, second yeah, line. Not even what, on your first line. Yeah. You're hoping Jack Quinn becomes that guy. I feel, And that's where it's like, if, if Noah Austin can play in Rochester, I'd love for him to. Just so we can find out what actually Austin's about. I know he's probably more of the clear-cut center where both Savoy and Kulik were like, ah, oh, they can play on the wing. Austin, I, I, I think feel Kulik's, like is, Kulik's definitely more of a winger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Savoy, Savoy, I could see as being more of a center. Uh, uh, just a, uh, an offensive player. Yeah, he he gives me he, he gives me that so vibe. He was so fast in his in the, I just remember the first period of game 2. Yeah. He just he just moved so quickly and I think he had two or three good forechecks where he just kept the puck in the zone and, he and just created going. a chance. He didn't score or anything, but it's just like that's three high danger chances from a 19-year-old who just got there. Who just got there. Who's been on the ice Which for I think also five tells minutes. you a lot that he got acclimated Oh, right, and that's pretty why, quick. That's why we saw Seth Appert say, "Yeah, no, he's here to play," and it's like, "Oh yeah, he definitely came out in that first practice and was like, yep, what's up, guys? How's I'm here. I'm here to play. I'm here. This is this is my let's, ice. let's go win a Calder Cup. Just, yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They're a lot of fun to watch, and and in part is because it feels like you're watching the next ten years of Sabers on on that roster that are just mm-hmm. going to be coming in. It it very much feels like, and people have been saying this for a while now. 
it very much feels like the 0304 Sabres with Jason or 0304 Amherst. Yeah. With Jason Pominville, Mike Greer, Thomas Vanek, Ryan Miller. Yep. All those guys just Levi never even got a shot in Rochester. No, he, he, he didn't went need right it. to Buffalo, but he, he didn't, didn't need it. Need it. But that that's the thing great. too is like if if you know, there's a likelihood if they had made a trade at the deadline, Levi doesn't have an opportunity to go to Buffalo. They just right. kind of ride out whoever they traded for, mm-hmm. unless that's a complete disaster. And he probably, after college, goes to Rochester. Then we're maybe seeing him in Rochester, and he's one of the guys yeah. we're seeing. But they had they had an opening in goalie, so that's where he goes. But, I mean, it, the comparisons make sense. They really, really do. Yes. The comparisons absolutely make sense. We're going to take a quick timeout. We're still taking your calls, 803-0550. DeAndre Hopkins, of course, being released by the Cardinals yesterday and the Rochester Americans play tonight. And, of course, me and Josh haven't even mentioned it yet, the Bandits get things going with the NLL Championship later tonight. That's going to be right here on WGR. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock game time. We'll be right back. You're listening to Sports Talks. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Saturday, and this is WGR. The year is 1926. This is the penalty music from the IIHF World Juniors. I love that. The year is still 1926. That's right. Love it. Team USA, speaking about the World Championships, are up 3-2 on Germany. That game got very close after me and Josh talked a lot of trash 
and yeah, Germany hurt yeah. us, and they were not happy. USA not happy. and Germany have played a couple of close ones. Looking back at the past, <laughs> just saying <laughs> they played a couple of close ones. <laughs> we is play pretty tight. Well, we always come out on top. It's uh, you know, there's been some moments where all his elbows out, a little gritty in the corners, but you know, but you get it done. You get it done. That's right. Tonight, game one of the. Bandits championship hopes against Colorado, the NLL championship. It's a rematch of last year. The band, that game, that, that series did go three games, I believe. Um, Josh, I mean, what are we feeling on that with the, with I, the Bandits? I, I I've never been to a game. I think you've been to a few. Oh, I've been to a bunch. Yeah. Okay, I you've love been to a bunch. Bandits games. Bandits games are fun. They are a good atmosphere. I love that the music plays during the game. I That's a one thing I can't get past. Really? I, I don't think it's love great. that. I don't love I that. I think it's great because it gets you into it. It, you're, it's really surprising, but you get you get into it. Okay, all right. I mean, it's it's, it's got to be good music. It's got to be you know. Oh no, it's good music. Like it's it's it, it fits the We're vibe. Up in the vibes. Okay. Yeah. Good. Everyone, whoever whoever does the DJing there, they they, they do very good they job. Fit the vibe and they do very good. Okay. Job. Steely Dan. Um, Steely Dan. What else we got moving up there? Probably that is guaranteed to get booties out the seats. Some John Williams, maybe. Ooh. I mean, you play anything from John Williams? I Duel get Duel of the Fates. Everybody goes going. to Duel of Fate. No, nobody wants. Uh, nobody wants a piece of the Olympic theme. Nobody wants to get crunk on that. Raiders. Oh. <laughs> Anybody want to get Raiders? Let's go. There you go. Uh, we also had earlier today the Monaco Grand Prix. The qualifying there. It hap- It was finishing up just as me and Josh got on air at eleven. I was on the edge of my seat while we were talking about hockey, and I was trying to pay attention. To that five different drivers had pole at one point in like a three minute run. The grid, though, going into tomorrow will be Max Verstappen of Red Bull in first, Fernando Alonso of Aston Martin in second, Charles Leclerc of Ferrari in third, also his home Grand Prix. He is from Monaco. And Esteban Ocon, surprisingly, of Alpine in fourth and rounding out the top five, Carlos Sainz also from Ferrari in fifth. Earlier, though, in in qualifying in Q1, Sergio Perez, the other Red Bull driver, just destroyed his back end of his car Um essentially pushing himself to to just get the best lap possible qualifying for monaco is easily the best part of the weekend which is frustrating because obviously you you hope the race is the best but that has easily been the best part of the race routinely when i watch it okay i have a question for you about that yeah what's up so i don't know if it's within the rule structure or not but they can they're all wealthy people can do whatever they want why don't they make the race more about like how sometimes they do in the tour de france where it is simply a time trial the person who posts the best time does well. Since since it's a track where you simply cannot pass anyone, mm-hmm. and it's not possible, why aren't you just doing it where it's like, okay, fastest car around the track with the best lap total wins, and that's what we're doing here? Oh, because they would all have a conniption. They would all lose their minds. Monaco refuses, Good. Well, I know. Monaco refuses to change the track. I mean, they, they, it's, it's tough. They can't really change too much about the parameters yeah, of it. Yeah, because there's nowhere to there's go. No land. There's no land. And it's also, it's just, it is the crown jewel. Here's an it's, idea. It's, it, is, it is the Monaco Grand Prix. If this were a video game, if this were like Daytona USA. I skipped the race when I play Formula One. Throwing it back to putt-putt days. Like, you would definitely be going through buildings, right? Like, the track would be going through the buildings. Absolutely. And yeah. do it, there would definitely be, awesome. be a loop-de-loop at some point. Here's an like, idea. Build it over the water. Yeah, why not? Go. Take us go. out to sea, baby. Landmade island. There we go. Isn't Texas A&M Corpus Christi like a, la- a, a, a man-made island? campus something like that i remember for, for march madness that was a thing yeah that like their entire campus was an island how about this take it under the water 
Ooh, tunnels. Speaking of James Bond type action, I'm talking about. I want to see an F1 car convert into a submarine, and I want to oh, see you're that. Going be, that route. I want to see. We're going an underwater tunnel. Hundred percent convertible. Formula, Formula One will finally have its final evolution into just being the Speed Racer movie. That's right. See, there we go, Ooh, man. Those move that movie. Who's not mm. going to watch it? Is the totally question. Underrated. Totally what did underrated. You, yeah, that movie is super underrated. It was. I just, loved it as a kid. It, it is so it. much fun. It is made a remark. I. At the time it came out, everybody was like, no, not for me, Clive. I don't think I've heard anyone in the past, like, five years, when it has come up absolutely randomly in conversation, say a negative word about it. Everyone is like, that movie was awesome. Yeah. Kind of trippy John with all Goodman the colors, movie? but it was awesome. Was oh, yeah. John Goodman was the dad, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. actually going to look up the cast now. Because I, I, uh, um, Christina Ritchie was in it, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, what a good... Susan Sarandon was in it. It's a... That movie was good, loaded with talent. Yeah, it's a good cast. I gotta look this up. Now. It's enjoying a renaissance, a critical renaissance, if you will. What's its met? What's its Metacritic score? What do we got on Rotten came Tomatoes out, for that bad it boy? Came out in two thousand eight. We were a little distracted. We were a little distracted. What's yeah. what's a, what is it? Getting Rotten it? Tomatoes forty one percent. Film critics continue to get it wrong. How about people? Humans. I think it's at sixty one percent. That's a big swing. Seventy one percent. That's a huge swing. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Like three out of four people are like, "No, that movie rocks," and critics are like, "Actually, it stinks," and you don't know what movies are. That, that's wrong. that's what a thirty percent gap. Are, are yeah. th- what movie has the biggest gap on Rotten Tomatoes? Most Marvel movies. <laughs> okay, yeah, I feel like the most Marvel. True. movies. And you know what? Probably right. Probably in right. that circumstance. Yeah, because most Marvel movies. This are just this movie though, Speed Racer garbage. had it had a hold on young Josh because I was huge into racing at this point. Bright colors, life. bright colors, racing, fast cars, danger, danger. I I like. I couldn't get enough of this movie. I had the little Speed Racer Hot Wheels car, like the white car. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was so cool. Funny enough, I did not like racing when I was younger. Could not, I could never get into it. But for whatever reason, Speed Racer was like the coolest thing to me. I was like, this is amazing. This, this is the kind of racing I'm talking about right yeah, here. Yeah, this, this is what I'm talking about right <laughs> there here. Was, and I remember there were Adobe Flash <coughs> games. Yeah, where, where you, you're online. Oh, those were the days. Oh man, absolutely 100% getting malware on your computer. Yep, playing. yep. Mm-hmm. But it's okay because it's a school computer. That's right. It's not yours, it's buddy. A school computer. You ain't got to fix it. Oh, really? Your tax dollars. Definitely an underrated movie. I'm, like, although I'm, I'm going to be spending a lot of money at the movies for the next like six months. You know who just spent a lot of money? Me. I'm going to the Amherst game on. Yeah, Monday. you are. Hey, <laughs> in, the, in the middle of the break, we were talking about if you just if, if you did miss our last segment, right at the end, me and Josh were talking about it. Game three tonight in Rochester for the Americans versus the Hershey Bears in Rochester, and I was bringing up like, oh, you know, I might go like Monday or something like that. Like, well, you know, we'll see we'll see what the schedule's looking it, like. It hit me that we had Monday off. Yeah, and I was like, surprise. Oh, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. So Josh in the break calls up his girlfriend and goes, hey, do you want to take a road trip? And to, she's like, yeah, why not? To where? <laughs> like, he didn't even have to explain it. She's like, yeah, why not? And like, they're going to the Rochester Americans game. Yep. I was like. Called my buddy. He's I mean, wait, I was like, like, you know, like, like a five-minute break. Way to get it done. Four, minute, done. four, four, four people group like that. We're going Does to the Rochester game. count as a road trip? I feel like it's, anything over an hour can be called that. Well, it depends on an where you hour. Start, that's though. it. I, you can start calling it a road trip. You don't yeah. even have to get out of the car. There's no stop. Does a road trip require a pit stop? Yes, See, I think so. Oh, but I'm that, on, hard I'm on, yes from Josh. That's what that's I'm talking a, about. I'm, that's good radio. I'm on board. I'm on board. But with that's that. the thing is like the the bathroom breaks or like the you know well if, if you have to stop for gas in an hour long road trip you buys the start of it. Yeah, you right. didn't See? fill up before you left. <laughs> you met, you messed up the start. Another of it. qualifier preparation. If you if you, oh yeah there's there's prep there for an hour. If not for I drive sure. to Rochester. Here's, I have forty miles in my car before I, before I'm empty. I'm hitting the gas station before I go to Rochester. Hear me out. I got it. Hear me out. If you are filling up your gas tank before you leave, 
if one of your passengers, if there are passengers, has a pillow or a blanket, mm-hmm. if you have prepared, prepared snacks and or have stopped at one of the fine coffee establishments in western New York, right. that is a road trip. Okay. If, if, you have do- if you haven't done all of those things, it might be a road trip. If you haven't done any of those things, it's not a road so trip. So if you draw a circle out from Buffalo to Syracuse and then draw a circle around it, that is Syracuse, not road trip distance. Syracuse, I would consider as a road trip because no, it's a little bit further. But I, nobody's bringing that, a pillow for a trip to, Roche, for, I to Syracuse. Don't know. I don't know. And, I, and I'm not stopping. I stop after Syracuse. So, like, after I get past Syracuse, it's like, okay, All right, i got to be yeah. on the lookout for a stop. Okay, to yeah. I think, okay, maybe Syracuse is the fringe, I think. Right. If Syracuse is the border of, like, is it a road trip, is it not? Because I went to the Thousand Islands. That's a road that's trip. That's a road trip. Because you stop, but right. Syracuse is not the Thousand Islands. It's, it's short of it. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, I think Syracuse is the, is the absolute limit. Is Cleveland a road trip? Oh, that has to be, right? Yeah. No, it's you're going, not. You're going across two states. So what? They're small. That has to be. Pennsylvania, one, Pennsylvania cheated. It just wanted access to Lake Erie, so it took a notch out of New York cheated. State. I don't want to hear that garbage that it's, I'm driving through a state. Whatever, it's supposed to be New York. Regardless, like, if I don't have to stop on my way to Cleveland. What's the closest city in your mind right now that is considered a road trip? Cincinnati? Oh, Cincinnati's definitely a road Pittsburgh. trip. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh might be the limit. Pittsburgh and Cleveland are the same distance. I don't think I don't think Toronto's a road trip. No, I don't have to stop. I can get that's, there. That's like an hour and a half. I had to take an airport shuttle to Toronto one time, up. and it it we didn't stop. Yeah, so it's not no. So it's, it ain't Toronto. I don't. I think Cle- Cleveland might be the furthest extent going west to me, where it's not okay. a road trip because I can just get there and drive there and get there from where we are right now. Mentality is a big part of this too because I just want to get to Cleveland. Well, I was going to say because like you're like no no I'm going to get there. Yeah, in like I'm not two and a half hours. From, I'm not driving where, to Cleveland thinking this is the best part is the drive of it. From where we are right now, Cleveland is three hours. And that is away. disrespectful, oh. Ohio. By the way, this is brutal. Lance, Lance, Lance tweeted in four hours or more. Ooh, oh, see, that's and that's lot, that's what we're though. talking about because four hours is the is the Thousand that's Islands. True. You're three right. hours You're is right. Syracuse. My man knows. Three Real hours, heads know. Three three hours is Cleveland. Four hours is Pittsburgh. Might be Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh might be the furthest Pitt, extent. Yeah. Pittsburgh's absolutely a road trip. I think. I think yeah. that one's that's a road trip. When absolutely. you're thinking about the music you're going to play. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. If you make a playlist, it's a road trip. How many, now, how see, many podcasts do I got loaded? That up? brings in Cleveland a little bit, even though I don't count it. So there's going to be gray area. It's fine. It's Cle- sports talk. Like, yeah, it's Cleveland, Syracuse. They're on the fringe. New York, a road trip. Buffalo oh, to Cleveland just under three hours. New York's absolutely a road trip. How far is it? To, how far? What's the, to drive to Pittsburgh? It's not three. It's four, four right? It's four, 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 yeah. four. See, there it is. Four. It's the three and a half mark. Yep. All right. Buffalo New York Pittsburgh, is like, three, and, uh, three hours and 11 minutes. I'm getting on mm. Google. How far is it to Detroit? Ooh. Is that I, four? I feel like that one's going to be three. Four hours and fifteen. Depending, Detroit? are really? you going through Canada? You go, yeah, it's got you going through Canada okay. as well. Yep. Hmm. What's New York? Is that six? New York is seven. Albany's a road trip. No, well, New York oh. is seven, depending on how you get there. Because I, I took a few, brutal, I took a few road, road trips to, road trip. to to New York City during college for like school events and stuff, and we would all just take turns driving. And between Syracuse and Poughkeepsie is just if you're doing it at three in the morning, good luck. You gotta have someone else awake in the car because that's what we would always do. We would leave at like eleven o'clock at night, and we'd get to Poughkeepsie at like six in the morning and take the train into the city. There's, there's definitely not a for sure answer in here. I've gotten three comments on the tweet I just put. We have Corey Jackson who used to work here two hours or more, so we've got a four hours or more, two hours or Corey. more. We've also got if somebody it's two else. hours or more, you got a bladder problem. You got to talk to your doctor. <laughs> 
We've also got a f- we've got two people saying at least a day. Whoa! <laughs> now we're talking. I think a road trip needs to include an overnight to count as a road trip by and horse. Then, and then someone comment on that. Marie said agreed at least a day. No, you're taking a pl- that's a plane. And then you're Jason goes need to have a bathroom stop. Okay. If you're if you're driving to California, man. Sure, that's a road trip, but you should just ride in a plane. If you're driving to Pittsburgh, you're not going to take a plane to Pittsburgh. We're not even, like, counting the idea of, like, I'm in a car and I'm planning and I have to stop. Like, no, it's a full day's trip. It has to be a full day's trip to count as a road trip, and anything beneath it is not. Man, that's... that's oh, that is So tough. New York's not a road trip? That's not a full day's drive. That's brutal. That's that's like Florida. That's Florida. Florida. All right. Is the, is the tweeter considering... Full day is in 24 hours or full day is in 8 hours or 12 hours. Yeah, like, what are we talking? What's a day? Are we talking business hours here? What are we looking at? Define an hour, define a day's worth of driving. Is Are they talking full 24 on the road, sun up, sun well, down? The, the initial tweet is saying an overnight. So I think it's going to mm. be one of those where either you're stopping at a hotel or that literally we go from night to day kind of deal. You have, to, you have to legit <laughs> take a pit stop because you have to sleep. Yeah. Truckers that- don't count. So, because yeah, like, that's your job. So it's not yeah. fun. It's work. Um, <laughs> but like, I think it, I don't think how long you're staying at the destination. I don't care. Like that's not because I'm yeah. talking about yeah. the road. Yes. So the it, I'm talking strictly like what is it like in the car? Does it feel like a road trip? Hour and a half for me. That's, Absolutely, hour that's and a half. obscene. There we go. That is obscene. Hour and a half for me. That's a road trip that's right there. That's, that's <laughs> we got to work on our stamina there, buddy. That is a that is, that's, a, that's, that's, that's that is a jaunt. Me. That is a jaunt down the thruway. Jaunt down the thruway. Why? It takes me an hour to get here every day, Zachary. That's true. Is there? A, that's see that sicko behavior. Is Josh there, lives in the hinterlands. To do this, that's buddy. <laughs> to what? Like, is there any? Where do you live? Like, don't give me a street. North. <laughs> don't give me North, a street. Well. I just recently moved to Hamburg in an apartment, but I lived in North Collins for all my life, which is about 45 minutes from here. Yeah, you live far enough away where you could put up an antenna and you could just have your own station. Like, no one's going to bug you because that's how much property you have. (laughs) You could set up a thousand watt antenna on your own property and just have a station instead of driving here for an hour every day. But now it's only 30 minutes because I I moved to Hamburg. It's true. (laughs) A whole 30 minutes. There we go. Glorious Hamburg, New York. Um, Oh, jeez Louise. Um... That is wild for an hour and a half thinking it's a road trip. Yeah, that's that's. that's <laughs> I think this, this is the one. That's really this is the one. It's not. It's not good. It's not. Hour and a half. That's a road it's trip. A it's chore. officially Zach's it's not a road last trip. show on yeah. WGR because it's of this. Not. <laughs> I'm also the person that said all '90s music sounds the same outside of Nirvana. This is yeah, not no. even the hottest take I've you, had. You're you're hitting. You're no, hitting that's right. The, I'll defend that take. Thank you. Whoa. Thank you. Whoa. Whoa. All right. All right. We are going to take a quick timeout. Coming up at one o'clock, we have got Chris Mack over at ninety-three point seven, the fan in Pittsburgh. A lot of stuff going on with the Penguins. We'll get his thoughts on that. You're listening to Sports Talk Saturday, and this is WGR. Our number two of Sports Talk Saturday continues to roll along and coming up at 1 o'clock, Chris Mack over at 93.7, the fan in Pittsburgh to give us the latest on the Pittsburgh Penguins, a rather old team and a team that is going through quite a bit of turnover, at least in the front office. Love it. And Josh, there's an article out of The Athletic that just is painting a pretty grim picture of what's been going on behind the scenes with the Penguins. Yeah, there's a clear reason why Ron Hextall wasn't 
liked in Pittsburgh anymore. Um, basically, he made Evgeny Malkin think that he wasn't worth anything and that he should go back to Russia. Um, he didn't say that to him. He didn't, you know, straight up go, yeah, man, you're bad. You're no, old. but he effectively but, made him feel worthless. Yeah, he signed Latang to a crazy deal and then just didn't really pay much attention to Malkin to the point where Crosby and Latang were having nightly conversations with Malkin sometimes throughout the night of like, hey, um, you're fine, dude. Like, we want you to come back to Pittsburgh. So Crosby, a lot of people have been saying it, Crosby is, was essentially the GM for a, a like 24-hour period of yeah. like convincing Malkin to stay. And there was another story of when Teddy Bluger was traded by the Penguins. He was a, He's a younger player early into the league. He was traded during a road trip, uh, during a dad's road trip. And oh, okay, there it is. <laughs> they didn't tell him, and he oh, found boy. out over social media, and him and his father immediately left the dinner, and Crosby went again to do damage control yeah. and basically be like, hey, man, this isn't how we do things here. I'm really sorry. Like, you're a great player, all the, you know, formalities and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's not looking great over there in How Pittsburgh. long was the dad's road trip? How far I'm not sure. It doesn't say. I was going to say, because there's, there's not a definition of oh, time. Oh, stop. But we are getting some <laughs> aggressive responses on Twitter. Some of you guys out there, it's not a competition. You do not have to drive 24 oh, hours. Cut it out. Cut the, to be a road cut trip. The macho so yeah, cut, cut the macho garbage. It's it not, is, it no. is terrifying. I want to enjoy myself. I want to have the window down, the music blaring, but and enjoy this. myself. But picture this. You're in a Pontiac Trans Am Firebird. And you have a but red button down with jeans and cowboy boots and a cowboy hat, and you are just flying. Does I feel like I'm Kevin Bacon in does, this situation? Does boot? What? What, what? What does Kevin Bacon have to do with Smokey and the Bandit? I don't know. I just, have that, you not seen Smokey and the Bandit? No. How far away is Kevin? What's the degrees of separation for Kevin Bacon and Smokey and the Bandit? Ooh. Is he, is he anywhere near Sally Field, Jerry Reed, or Burt Reynolds? He's got to be. I feel like Burt Reynolds makes sense. He's got to be Burt Reynolds. It's got no. I would. See, ooh, I'd put money on Sally Field before I put money on Burton Yeah, Reynolds. no, because Kevin Bacon was in Footloose. And? Well. Was Burt Reynolds in Footloose? No, no I'm just saying. No. But, but <laughs> Footloose had a it. lot of big names in it. And Kevin Bacon. And? Yeah. Okay, hold on. We're going we're, we're gonna to we're gonna have to flesh this out. We're all over yeah, we're gonna have to. We're going to have to flesh Speaking this out. Speaking of road trips. Yeah, that, that's true. We're, we're going to take another quick trip. timeout on the other side. Chris Mack over at 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh to talk more on this Penguins situation. We'll do that when we come back. You're listening to Sports Talk Saturday, and this is WGR. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.